0: Block Talk
1: Radio.
0: You're listening to the college2pro.com NFL Draft Blast. I'm your show host, Bo Marshawn, as always. We appreciate you stopping by and joining us as we bring you the next collection of tomorrow's Collegiate Stars, and we're going to be joined with the max standout who hails from Kent State, the Golden Flashes standout quarterback, Dustin Crum. If you're not familiar, he really burst onto the college scene last year, and he helped provide Kent State with their first ball win and a big win um, over Utah State. And I've, you know, being locally, you know, it was a big win, but with that said... Dustin, welcome to the program. How's the day treating you?
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I mean, just kind of excited with everything going on and just kind of gearing up for next season and everything.
0: Yeah, so let's kind of get, you know, let's kind of rewind a little bit till lot, towards last year. I mean, uh, expectations going in, and, and when did you get the sense that, you know, what you guys were doing as a team was kind of going to lead to this triumphant end when you know, with such a big win over Utah State?
1: Yeah, um I mean honestly going into the season I wasn't even uh named the starter. I uh, didn't start until week 2, so it was kind of a little bit of a roller coaster ride of a season. Um and then uh actually about nine nine games in we were sitting at 3 and 6 and everything and kind of rattled off four there in a row at the end. So it was like I said it was a little bit of a roller coaster ride of a season, but um I would say once we kind of got that first win going to get four and six guys started to buy in a little bit and believe and then from there it kind of kept rolling and we just kind of uh grew each week and improved a little bit kind of culminating to our bowl win against utah state
0: definitely and and for you personally i mean you know you talk about coming in and you know you become the guy under center when do you start to get comfortable maybe you were comfortable your first snap under center i know you had time you know prior to that you know playing but you know, what, you know, you really start to feel, you know, the flow of the game. I mean, when did that hit you where you kind of just said, wow, you know, not, not, you know, like, hey, this is my offense. I know what I need to do to get these guys, you know, up and down the field. I mean, what point does that hit you, Dustin? I
1: mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, anyone that's, I guess I really played the quarterback position really when, when you know, you're the guy, it's a little bit of a different feeling than kind of splitting time or just going in every now and then. So it's definitely a different feeling, but I and mean, I would say I just tried to grab a hold of the reins as fast as I could and take advantage of the opportunity that Coach Lewis gave me uh, week two. And I just uh, kind of trusted the time I put in with my receivers and all the guys and kind of just relationships I had built with them over the past few years to kind of lean on that. And I just knew they believed in me and I kind of believed in them back. And it was just kind of something we grew and tried to work on throughout the season.
0: Definitely. And again, a fabulous thing. Uh, you know, my wife's a graduate from Kent State um, and, you know, I cover max football um, based out of Youngstown. So, uh, you know, seeing a guy like yourself and the team and the flashes have this success, uh, just good for everybody around the area. And it's uh, definitely good for you because you're the quarterback of this team. Once again, Dustin Crumley, standout, Kent State, Golden Flashes quarterback kind enough to take some time here on the C2P as we talk a little Kent State football in this upcoming 2020 season. Um, I got the email today from the school. You found out as well. Um, they're pushing back spring ball because of the virus that's kind of, you know, spreading and they're taking precautions. Uh, I, it's
1: protective,
0: yep. but uh, can you believe that there's kind of a little bit of a hiatus? I mean, you're so ready to go on spring ball, and now it's kind of been pulled from you.
1: Yeah, it's kind of kind of weird. If I was, you would have told me this was going to happen, I mean, a week <laughs> ago, I mean, even three days ago, really, I, I wouldn't I would have believed you. But, um I mean, yeah, it's kind of crazy how uh things happen like that, but I mean already getting there are already five practices in, so we were a third of the way already, and then kind of have it just pushed back i mean it's it's different i've never obviously I've never had that happen before, but uh I mean, I guess I just gotta sit out and just try to stay ready until we can take advantage of our last uh ten practices and get ready for camp and obviously the upcoming season.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be a big season. I mean, there's going to be a lot of excitement in Dick Stadium this year and with the way you guys, you know, yep. won out last year. Uh, you know, it's going to be a a really solid pulse. Now, I'm curious. Usually this is the case. may not be with yours, but I, I – you know, but usually the quarterback that we talk to at this point in his life is he, – he's been the quarterback his whole life. I mean, is that the same for you? Have you always been the guy with the ball in his hands?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've always – played quarterback. I mean I think since I don't know, third or fourth grade really. So I've I've been playing it for a while. Yep. So so third,
0: fourth grade, Pop Warner Pee Wee, Dustin Crumb's out there doing his things. Yep. Are you that kid scoring four <laughs> or five touchdowns every Saturday?
1: Uh I mean something like that. I mean obviously you don't throw the ball around <laughs> as much at that, that age, but I mean to be honest with you, when I was younger I thought I was gonna play defense. I definitely Likes hitting a little bit and things like that more. I guess that was kind of just uh, my personality and my dad being a coach. I guess kind of instilled that into me a little bit, but um, I've always just loved getting after it and just always been real competitive my whole life.
0: I love it. So you have a, I mean, so you get a defensive mindset, but you're playing. When (laughs) did you play both sides of the? I mean did you play strictly quarterback in high school and if not what other positions were you playing before you you knew that this was the position that was going to take you to the point where you know you're able to start collegiate games in the MAC
1: Yeah I mean I always I always knew the next level I'd be playing quarterback I got the chance to play uh safety and corner a little bit situationally depending on if there was like a mismatch or in just certain situations game wise in high school which uh, I enjoyed and honestly I mean that for me personally that was that really helped me kind of grow in my understanding of defensive schemes playing quarterback and being able to read things like that and seeing alignments and leverages and things like that. Honestly, I would say playing defense is one of the biggest things that really kind of grew my knowledge as, uh, of football and just having an understanding of what was going on.
0: And then the rest is history, and, and now you're here. You're, you You talked about having five practices underneath your belt. I mean, how much fun is it for you to be such an instrumental part of this team. You know, like you said, last year, you know, you weren't going to be the starter when you were going through this process, but now you are that guy that, you know, people are looking toward you, a lot of expectations and excitement. So I'm sure there's probably a little bit of a burden there too, but nonetheless, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, sure. it's got to be fun to be the guy. I mean, you know, you are the guy and you handle yourself well, but what's it just like, you know, I, I guess there has to be a pulse amongst the golden flashes when you have these practices. Is that fair enough?
1: Yeah. I mean, for sure. It's definitely, knowing you're the guy you definitely have to always have an energy about you and make sure things are going right and kind of have to always keep energy up at practice and talk to guys and keep guys' heads up no matter what's really going on and kind of just be the even uh, level-headed leader that a quarterback should be and you just kind of have to uh, make sure everyone's on the same page I mean especially being the guy this year like you said it's a little bit different obviously you have a lot more expectations on you I mean From a work ethic standpoint and just the way I approach things, I try to stay consistent and not really change anything in that uh, regard. And obviously, whether you're the backup or starter, you should be preparing to play. But um, you definitely have a lot more on your plate and are required to be a lot more vocal and things like that. And like I said, just make sure everyone's on the same page and everything's going in the right direction.
0: Yeah, and it is definitely going the right direction. Um, Coach Sean Lewis, I mean, fantastic job being able to, you know, really get this program going. Uh, that up-tempo offense, how fun is it to play in Coach Lewis' offense, being able to kind of sling it and just have that momentum where you guys kind yeah. of attack. You know, you're not going to just sit on the ball. You really get to get after it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of fun, really, to be able to go out there and put uh, long, fast drives together and kind of just feel the defense kind of get on its heels. And, I mean, Even some of the more talented teams we played, some of the longer drives, like against Auburn, opening with a 17-play drive against them, just, I mean, feeling guys that you know are going to be first and second-round draft picks kind of get winded and almost kind of be able to push them around a little bit and kind of instill your will on guys that may be some of the more physically gifted athletes in the country. It's a a cool feeling just knowing that you can uh, affect teams like that and just uh, kind of, like I said, enforce your will upon them.
0: Yeah, you guys have done that. And, again, that big win against Utah State, uh, I mean, plus it was just – I mean, it was an exciting game. I mean, you know, you kind of come behind. uh, What was the mindset at halftime and just kind of take us through, the, you know, the finale and leading up to the point where you kind of knew this thing was secure and you're going to be – you could call yourself a bowl champion.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean – Honestly, the whole the whole trip was a, a great memory that I'll remember forever and then getting to hang out with the guys. and That was my first time in Texas, too, so getting to see a lot of cool things that I never had before was a lot of fun. And then, obviously, the game. And like I said, I just try to be consistent in the way I prepare. Obviously, getting a few extra days for film and stuff like that was nice and just getting to kind of dive into their defense and study their personnel and schemes and everything was really cool and kind of crucial to our game plan and uh, things like that. But it was, I mean, it was just a lot of fun. And then, Obviously, getting the uh, in the end zone kind of to secure it and make it a two-score game there at the end was an awesome feeling. It was really surreal, honestly, just knowing that we would kind of accomplish something that hadn't been done in school history and be able to send the seniors out the right way. It was just it was a really cool feeling. Definitely, and and you were
0: also offensive MVP of the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco ball. I mean, a big game for you. Uh, is there any hardware for you? And if there's, I mean, does the, the, the school keep that? Or is there, I mean, is there anything that you have in your apartment or anything that that, that symbolizes that you were the MVP of that game?
1: Yeah, yeah, I got, I got a little plaque for it. Um, it's actually it's in my room, sitting in my closet right now. I didn't, I didn't hang it up or anything. And <laughs> I guess, it, I guess it's in the past. So, it's not something I, I really worry about, but I mean, yeah, it was <laughs> kind of cool to be able to have that, and it's something I'll be able to keep and look back on and things like that in the future.
0: Man, if I was Coach Lewis, that's something I would love to know that my quarterback, who kind of breaks out on the scene, he's not even worried about the plaque. The MVP plaque's in the closet because you got bigger and better than <laughs> you do, Dustin. That's fantastic, yes, man. I really mean that. I mean, that's that's the mindset of a winner, a guy that's, that's that you're not. You you're hungry you want more, you're by no way, uh, you know, satisfied with what you've done. Um, we're almost out of time, and we appreciate you sharing your time with us. We know you've got a lot going on. But we call it uh, three and out, a few off-the-wall questions. You ready to take a shot with some of those? Yeah, sure. All right. Now, take us inside that Golden Flashes locker room. Um, could be you or one of your teammates. Um, who has the most funny or bizarre nickname, and how they get it?
1: Funniest nickname? Um That's that's a tough one, I and mean, we got one of our DBs. His nickname is Ragu. To be honest with you, I'm not really sure how we got it. Uh, his real name is Miles, so I don't I don't know how we got there from that one. Um, we got uh, one of our seniors last year. One of our receivers called him Sunshine. He's from Florida. Uh, Fair enough. Guys. Yeah. We got. Alright. Uh, we got. Uh, we got yeah, I call, I guess one for one of my linemen. I personally, I call him Big Country. He's a got a little southern accent to him. He's a big boy, but um, yeah, I mean we don't got too many crazy ones, but there's some good ones.
0: Excellent, and, and they're all and they're all rated PG-13, so we can share them with our audience. How, yeah. how about this one, um, Coach Lewis? Does anybody do a great impersonation of Coach Lewis, and what they do doing in front of him?
1: Uh, we we. We actually had a team meeting where we had some guys do impersonations of uh, coaches on our team. I don't, I don't believe anyone did Coach Lewis, but some of the assistants were done, and they were done pretty well. It was, they, were, they were pretty funny. We've had, <laughs> we've had some good ones.
0: <laughs> Excellent. And then the final one, um, that really not much of a fun, funny question, but uh, when that play comes in from the sidelines and you get to execute it, what's your favorite pass to let you just release from your hands and just watch it hit the target downfield?
1: Uh, I would either have to say either, uh, definitely either a post, um, kind of throwing him away from the defender and be able to kind of throw him open or just, uh, whenever you can hit a fade ball in stride, it's always a good feeling allowing him to kind of keep his speed up and let him finish in the end zone.
0: Wonderful, man. Dustin, hey. Excited to see what you guys have to bring for this 2020 season. Again, a great pulse in the area from what you guys accomplished last season. So, uh, hey, We always like to say stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and uh, best of luck to you and your Golden Flashes teammates in the 2020 season.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: No problem at all. Once again, that is the standout quarterback, Dustin Crump, kind enough to join us here on the C2P as this young man and his teammates embark on the 2020 season where they look to do bigger and better things than what they did last year. So, Again, Dick Stadium, Start getting your tickets ready, folks. It's going to be a fun season to watch the Kent State Golden Flashes. As always, we appreciate you joining us here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive.